Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio, Faith, Family, and Sports. Of course, if you want to be a team member of Sold Out Youth Ministries, our organization that helps kids stay away from drugs and alcohol and teaches them leadership skills, biblical principles, you can go to our official website at soldouttv.com. That's soldouttv.com and uh, be a part of that. Donate there. The LPGA Tour uh, since 2008, uh, she's won over $4 million in her career, a University of Florida graduate. Sandra Gow with us. Sandra, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Um, how was your experience at University of Florida? Because uh, they have a great golf, obviously a great golf tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, my first year was really hard, just I think transitioning um, and finding a coach and everything. And then starting from the second year, um, everything got a lot easier. And I, I really started to love my experience there. I found some great lifelong friends and um at that time, we were fifth in the country, so we won a bunch of tournaments. It was just uh, a really, really great experience for me. You had your love of golf starting when you were about five years old uh, on family vacations. Is that right? Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, I actually really loved driving the golf cart more than I did <laughs> playing golf at that time. But uh, that was always a lot of fun, yeah. Who 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 were the uh, golfers that you looked up to as a as a youngster, Sander, in terms of coming up that inspired you? Uh, that was Ernie Els and Freddie Couples mostly. I just love Freddie's rhythm, and then Ernie, my my uh, golf coach here, Andrew Park, <clears throat> that I had for about twelve years once I started college or ten years. Um, he always brought up Ernie as a example, and I just uh, I really loved his swing and his rhythm too. Those two guys, those are two of the sweetest swings in golf history, right? Yeah, yeah. So as you as you have um, progressed, and I hate to say this, but you're one of the old veterans on the LPGA Tour. I'm not going to call you old, but you've been there a while, right? I mean, with all these youngsters out mm-hmm. on the tour, uh, the tour has certainly mm-hmm. changed and become more of a, the LPGA, more of a worldwide tour here in the last five to seven years, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's changed a lot. Um you know, our commissioner, Mike Wan, picked up our tour sometime 2009-2010 and really changed it um, to where we've got a really great schedule and we travel the world and we have some you know amazing sponsors that step it up every year. So it's uh, quite different to 2008 when I first started. LPGA golfer Sandra Gall is our guest on American Family Radio and Sold Out Sports Talk. And uh, Sandra... You know, you've won on the PGA Tour and experienced that. You've been an Olympian. Um, you've won a Sol- been on a Solheim Cup winning team. 
Um, a lot of people watch, you know, the LPGA Tour and the PGA Tour, and they, they see how difficult it is to win at the professional level. Talk to us about that and about overcoming that. And I, I know, you know, you have had some great spurts of golf uh, here in the last few years, but where are you at in terms of um, where you want to be as a golfer on the LPGA? Oh, that's a love. You know what? I I think that it's been great winning. You know, it kind of took a burden off me. I think, you know, it's been a goal for a long time. Um, unfortunately, it's been a while, and I would love to win again. Uh, so that's definitely still on, you know, the forefront of my mind and something I want to do. Um, and so I think that would be one of my goals. But it has changed a little bit, you know, since I've gotten involved in more things outside of golf as well as in helping others. I... Um, feel like being a role model is a, is a big part of why I'm out there and um, just kind of playing and enjoying it. You know, it's, when you've been there for a while, it's easy sometimes to get sucked into, you know, results and um, kind of grinding through the year. So it's you got to put things into perspective and really appreciate where you're at. And I really appreciate what golf has given me over the years and um, being able to grow as a person, face all these challenges, you know, there'll be lows, there'll be ups, you know, it comes and goes, you just see it over a longer period of time. And um, if you're if you're able to experience even the times that are not as good, then you, you know, you appreciate the good times too. You know, that's really interesting to me because when we are younger and we, when we come out of college, uh, you know, I played professional football and, and, you know, your mind is on your profession and it's on winning and it's on those things. But it seems like, as you just said, as we get older in life, as we get a little wiser in life, as we experience more things in life, we, we begin to think about significance. And, and that's certainly true in your life, Sanders. Tell us about the Sandra Gal Foundation. Yeah. Um, so my foundation um, is going to help um, a lot of underprivileged kids with after-school programs. And um, I really want to integrate mindfulness into their after-school opportunities, and I want to give them chances to experience, you know, golf, music, art, um, uh, you know, all kinds of things that they want to do. And um, I want to do it with, uh, yeah, the aspect of mindfulness so they can kind of deal with what the background they've come from. Um, you know, a lot of these kids have a lot of trauma, and they don't have a lot of opportunities, so I just want to give them a safe space. And, and so we actually found a great uh, space for that in Miami. There's a, it's going to be a Sandra Gall Children's Center. And um, I work with Volunteers of America, and they, they've actually helped a lot of families. So we have, like, over 100 kids that have been formerly homeless, and they'll, be, they'll have access to that center in the afternoons. So we'll have staff, and um, they can just kind of, explore their own strengths and, and talents. And your Sandra Gal Charity Challenge you talked about um, working with the Volunteers of America is, is a big part of raising funding for you? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, uh, I've been uh, partnering with Volunteers of America the last uh, three years, and um, we have a charity challenge at Concession Golf Club, and um, so it's been growing every year. It's been amazing. Um, I also have my first time this year, I've had another charity event in Germany, which that one's um, going to continue as well. So I'll have two of them. So it's pretty cool. You know, one of the things that Sandra does in her foundation when you're talking about helping at-risk kids is, is focusing on uh, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, mm -hmm. and responsible decision-making. And 
uh, you mentioned one of the key things that they've done a lot of studies on in education here in America, and that is the importance of extracurricular activities or team-oriented activities uh, to integrate into preparing yourself for life. And uh, it, it, it seems like you've done a really good job of that, Sandra, especially uh, I wanted to ask you this because you have a you probably have a, a vision that's different than than grow, than growing up and being in America and being born here, coming from Germany, coming from a different culture. How has that impacted the way you look at the next generation and what you're doing with your foundation? Um, that's a good question. Um... I don't know. I guess I think I've seen a lot of different cultures. I've seen how, how people raise their kids differently. And um, I think coming from Germany, I've been very privileged that no one really has to be on the streets in Germany. I mean, there, of course, there's homeless people, but it's a very social country. Um, and obviously, I've seen a lot of poverty in the States, especially in the big cities, which I was kind of shocked to see. And, um, you know, me feeling like I, I've always been very privileged to just say, hey, Dad, I want to do this. And then he said, okay, do it. You know, as long as you put 100% into it, you can do it. And um, being able to give that to kids who don't have that opportunity is really important for me because I feel like, especially with all that, you know, uh, all the awful things that are going on right now in not only this country but in the world, I feel like kids are the next generation of you know that's they are our hope they are what needs to they need to be educated you know if we don't change their view on the world how is how is everything going to change so um that's maybe where i come in with my perspective sandra gallus with us for the lpga tour and um Sandra, you just said it. I mean, you know, we have a foundation that works with kids in junior highs and high schools on drug and alcohol education and character training and um, you just said it. Um, you know, what what do you what do you see in working with at risk kids um, that that maybe might be the biggest challenge for this next generation? Um, I think these kids need to see their potential, and they need to get past what they've maybe seen in their young age. So, dealing with emotional emotional trauma. Um, being able to be, you know, self sufficient in how to deal, yeah, with with uh, what they see and what they have experienced, um, and also the other part of it would be um, just seeing their their strength and being able to open their eyes to what the possibilities. Basically, I think from where they grow up, they don't see a lot of possibility because they have only they had some some role models or maybe not any role models. So I think for them being able to see, hey, I can I can do this and if I put you know, if I if I give my attention to whatever it is in art, I can achieve great things or I can change something in the world then um, that I think is the most important thing. Okay, so at this point in your career, um, you said it earlier that that balance and and using your platform is extremely important, and, and also the balance of being you know an excellent golfer. Um, what what are your goals going forward, Sandra, on the LPGA Tour next year? Not just uh, on the golf course, but off the golf course. What are some vision and some goals that you've set for yourself? Um. Well, uh, like I mentioned, I'm gonna. Have- continue to improve my both events that I have in Germany and the U.S. I'm going to make it bigger. And um, then I want to spend some time at my children's center. It's going to open in August, 
next year. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm going to spend some time with the kids. I'm going to paint a mural for them. And um, I am, what else? I'm going to probably keep on painting and auctioning some of that off for my charity, for my foundation. Um, just want to, you know, make sure my my vision, um, yeah, comes to life and that I can get some sustainable funding. And um, those are those are the most important things for me at the moment. And by the way, if you want to follow Sandra, and she's a fun follow on Instagram and Twitter, Twitter at Sandra Gal. And uh, I wanted to definitely get out there, uh, Sandra, your foundation website and how people can help if they want to help you with this um, really great cause for at-risk kids. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have my website, um, SandraGal.com. You'll see some information on my foundation and uh, definitely Instagram. It's the Sandra Gal. Um, it's going to be open within the next, you know, I would say for sure months, and then there'll be ability to um, definitely contribute to that. There'll be more information. But for now, you know, if you want to see how our event was um, this past November, look at pictures on my website, maybe sign up for next year, that'd be great, or just keep an eye out for any paintings that they auction off or, or maybe even golf bags or, or uh, clubs. Sandra Gals with us, LPGA Tour, final seconds with her. The final thing I was going to ask you is, who who out there um, that are top Americans, Sandra, or Americans that are that are strong on the tour are friends of yours, people that you love to spend time with or that you look up to uh, here in America? Oh, um, well, I think Brittany Lincecombe is a great, um, great girl. Uh, she's always so upbeat and, you know, I don't know, I just, Really, really like her attitude and being around her. Um, Morgan Pressel, she's actually been a great inspiration for my charity work. She's the reason I started probably my event. Um, she raises over a million dollars each year. It's amazing. Um, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of girls. I don't even think about if they're American or not. You know, I'm just friends with a lot of people, so <laughs> it, uh, it'd be hard to just pick out the American girls. So Okay, one of the one of the things that we see on on Instagram and Twitter, and believe me, you want to follow Sandra Gal on Instagram and Twitter because she lives a full life and she does a lot of fun stuff. You, you do, do a lot of traveling, obviously, on the tour. A uh, couple of places that are your favorite places to travel. Oh, uh, California! I, mm. I absolutely love California. Um, love the nature, lifestyle, the ocean, um, and then you know I go with the mountains in Switzerland. They're stunning in the winter. I mean, um, been there, visited my best friend a couple times, and uh, it's amazing. If you're really high up there and looking out, love that view. Sandra, the, the time's gone by so fast, but I really appreciate that uh, we get an opportunity to show people a little bit of who you are today. And um, please follow Sandra Gal at the Sandra Gal on Twitter and check out her foundation, the Sandra Gal Foundation, and all the great things she's doing for at-risk kids and uh sandra i hope uh, you'll let us have you come back in when you open up uh your facility down in miami we would love to hear more about that okay absolutely would love to thanks for having me sandra great one we we wish you nothing but the best and enjoy your new digs in florida and we'll look forward to talking to you soon thank you, thank you so sandra much. gal Bye. right here on american family radio on sold out sports talk when we come back more on sold out Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. You can find us on 200 stations across the country. 
faith, family, and sports right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR. I'm, this is the most excited I've been in five days. I've oh, seen yeah. enough football players. Uh, Lisa, you got a great story. Lisa Leslie, WNBA, Olympics, uh, has so many great things going on in her life and a uh, family person, just the kind of person we love on American Family Radio. Lisa, congratulations on everything. Welcome, welcome to AFR. Thank you so much. I love the title itself, Family Faith. I'm all about it. Oh, you so know what? Great. I have I have been uh, that on this station for a long time, and they are all about that: protecting family, uh, promoting faith, and promoting people who go out and make a difference in other people's lives. And you're one of those people. First of all, what are you doing at the Super Bowl? Talk about. It. Yes, I'm here on behalf of American Federation for Children, and what we're doing is it's School Choice Week, is National School Choice Week, and we really want to bring awareness to a lot of parents to understand that uh, kids should have a choice in their schools. The government doesn't choose, you know, what church we go to and what grocery stores we go to or church. So why should they choose what school we go to? And right now, most states are set up under a system where children attend schools in their zip codes. But some of those schools may not be the best schools in their area. Maybe they're underserved or they're underperforming. Obviously, we would love to fix our schools, but I, I can't do everything. So right now, I'm just trying to get the right. parents to step up and do their part and really seek out school choice. Maybe some kids do well in public schools or private schools, or maybe they do well homeschool. And parents should have that option. Well, I'm excited about what you're doing because I'm committed with our program. Uh, we've got a foundation called Sold Out Youth Ministries. And our program, we go into schools, and because uh, of lack of funding, which seems to be a big problem in yes. our schools today, we go in and we provide a program for alcohol abstinence, character training, and then a follow-up Internet program. Yes. So junior high and high school kids, that generation, uh, desperately needs that. Um, yes. And, of course, physical education is being diminished diet diminished these kids are overweight they're sedentary they're not getting the exercise so the test scores aren't up because they're not physically fit right. and they're mentally sharp not fueled correctly exactly, exactly. <laughs> Talk, well you're you're somebody who spent your whole life taking care of yourself yeah. obviously in the WNBA the pounding that you go through the, the Olympics uh Talk to our young people out there about why why it's so important to take care of yourself physically. Well, I always say you only get one body, so you should really take care of it. And I think of it really as simple as, like, gas. Kids don't buy gas, so maybe that's not a good analogy. But what you put into your body, you get out and how you fuel it. And when you put bad food in it, you spike high and then you're low and you can't perform. And you can't perform in the classroom and you can't perform, you know, on the field or on the court. So I think it's really important for kids to really get that information early uh, in terms of how important eating healthy is, even if it's fruit and vegetables. And if you can really use fruit as your source of sugar, a great choice already. And vegetables are so important. And I know a lot of kids don't necessarily like vegetables, but parents have to try to find things that are green that they do. Mm -hmm. And if not, proteins or finding some way to juice it. But it's important. A lot of our kids are really mal, they, they really are malnutrition. Mal exactly. You know what I mean? It, it, it's big. Processed and food is big time, food. fast. And they can't really function well. But I think, um, you know, there's so many aspects to getting our children to perform. Uh, but the number one place I like to start is with the parents because parenting is everything. And now that I'm a mom, I really became even more passionate about this, uh, this topic in terms of school choice because once I did the research for schools in our area, they were all underperforming. And I've been really blessed enough to, you know, for my husband and I to pick up and we moved. We moved to the best school district for mm -hmm. our children. But I thought about what about all those children that we left behind whose parents can't necessarily afford to do that. And, and that's why I really became a part of this whole push for education and the importance of us. We hear this cliche all the time about how, you know, our kids are our future. 
but we do not a whole lot as a nation to really support our educational system and to ensure that our children are getting the best education possible. Lisa Leslie <laughs> with us here, WNBA star, Olympics. Um, a lot of kids out there today, when I go into schools, I hear a lot about kids that just don't feel like they have a hope for a great future. A mm. um, lot of doubt in our country today, and it's really manifests itself in our young people. A lot of young people I see scared for the first time. You and I grew up, that was never a problem. I don't think I was ever scared about anything. But kids tell you today uh, that that's a real problem. Uh, what do you tell young people today who say, you know what, my background, my color, my economics, a mistake I've made disqualifies me for having success and reaching my dreams? I always tell kids especially, you know, 10% of everything we go into life is it's the problem. Like you said, all those circumstances, whether you come from a single parent household or if you, you know, don't have as much money as, as the next person, that part of it is just 10%. The other 90% is how you process it mentally. And this is where mental toughness is very important, just like we do in sports. You have to get after it. Life is not easy. It's a hustle. And if whatever you want to be, you can be, but there's no secret to success there's no easy one two three steps other than hard work i this is the one thing that i did i think that really separated me from a lot of other people from my community and it was writing down goals i wrote down my short-term goals which were goals i wanted to achieve within one year and then I would write down my long-term goals, which were goals I, I wanted to achieve within five years. And by seeing these goals every day on my mirror or my refrigerator, it constantly reminded me to sacrifice having fun and hanging out, playing video games, to do the things that I needed to do, whether it was studying my homework or, you know, simply going to the gym to work out to get better. That's awesome. I tell you, that's some great advice. You know, one of the things that we try to do is bring positive role models into the schools because a lot of people think that, you know, they're afraid for their kids to have positive role models. I mean, obviously we want it to be our parents, but those that have single parents or grandmother raising them, or maybe they don't have parents at all, yes. you know, what do we do? And a lot, of, a lot of these parents, you know, rather than put those people in front, knowing that nobody's perfect, trusting some people they can trust to say this is an example, because both of us grew up, you know, we had coaches. You had youth yeah. pastors. You had other parents. You had people in your life that modeled what you're talking about. But today, a lot of these kids don't understand these principles because they're not hearing them. Well, I think it's really important for kids to seek out mentors. I am a big advocate to find a mentor, someone who's positive in your community. If it's not a parent, if it's not an aunt or an uncle, maybe you can find, you know, a teacher who that you admire or look up to or someone ministering in the church or you just never know. But there is somebody that has a shining light in your community. They may not be financially, you know, rich or any of that, but they may be rich in spirit and rich in wisdom and information. And I think that was the key for me. I always loved talking to adults and just finding out information because you have to be a seeker and really willing to learn. I think really to, to, to learn and pull from a lot of people to really create who you want to be. In. And that was one of the things that I did as a kid. Lisa, faith, family, and sports. It seems to me that athletes like yourself who follow that seem to have a foundation and they seem to have their life in order. Why is that? Uh, well, like you said, having faith, I was always a prayerful kid, always writing out my goals and 
you know, putting it in the Lord's name. And I think that was really one of the things that helped me. No matter what, I always wanted to fulfill his purpose and sort of follow that path of, you know, there's times where you fall short, but you get back up and you try again. And I think that's really been the saving grace for me. And then beyond that, having faith. I, I mean, when you talk about faith, you just got to step out on it. Why Why not? There, there's, I mean, I, I always say at the end of the day, if we were all wrong about having faith in the Lord, then we were wrong. But guess what? If there's a possibility that everything that we believe is true, then it was great to have faith and step out on it and be a believer. So Lisa, Lisa I, Leslie, I love it. <laughs> WNBA, Olympics, American Federation of Children, Education Choice Now. Okay, so people who are interested, especially our parents who listen to this network, who are very concerned about what you're talking about because yes. they're facing this problem, where do they go to get information? Yes, they can log on to federationforchildren.org to find out more information. Okay, federationforchildren.org. Final question before I let you go. Here's, here's something I've always thought about. You really had to overcome some different things, adversity in your basketball career to get to where you wanted to go. Why is being able to handle adversity so important to young people today? I think sports is really a great correlation with life. The same adversity that you handle playing in sports, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's not fun, sometimes it's difficult, sometimes you lose, sometimes there's a blood, sweat, and tears that's involved. But it's just like life. When you deal with adversity, you're more likely uh, to overcome it in life because you've already experienced it and had enough practice with it in sports. And I just think overall it just makes you a stronger person. What they say? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yes. Lisa, thank you very much for coming to American Family Radio. So appreciate you. Uh, get it. American Federation for Children. The Educational Choice Now website again? Federationforchildren.org. Federationforchildren.org. Parents, take a look at it. Thanks for coming in, thank Leslie. You. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.